If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. everyone this is david welcome back behind the velvet rope let's just get right into it today because we are joined by the one the only miss davina pot rats hi <laughs> what is going on how are you how are things in la today oh they're amazing i actually had lunch with emma today so that was really fun and just getting a few errands done and uh yeah getting ready to start the week and it's all starting off very well it's gonna be a busy week this week well listen selling sunset season five i mean how did we get here it's it's been a wild ride it's been incredibly exciting and we're so lucky to be, get this far and have such an amazing cast and crew and just producers and everything and uh, we're so grateful and excited and the show keeps evolving we all keep evolving and I think uh, it's it's season five is a really really strong season in my opinion I think it's it involves everyone which is really exciting it's not just singular focused on one person or topic or something I watched the, I was just saying to Netflix before you came on, like I watched literally all 10 episodes within, I could not turn it off. It was oh, such well, a that's good the season. Highest, that's the highest compliment and honor you could give us because in, in on one hand, you know, it's a little bit like, it's kind of hard to hear that because we work so hard and we film for so long. So it's like, oh my gosh, these people watch it in one day. Like it literally makes your brain explode because we worked for months and months and months and put so much effort in. But at the same time, it is the ultimate compliment because that means you can't look away. You can't turn it off. So it's a huge compliment. Thank you. I mean, trust me, I don't want to watch it all in one day because I want more tomorrow. <laughs> and I know that I'm not going to get more just tomorrow. So I I try, but I'm just like, I just can't stop. So, yeah, well, that's that's a that's a great uh, thing for us. So I think that's um, very flattering. Thank you. Did you ever think when you said yes to a job at the Oppenheim Group that, you know, you would be a reality TV star? Um, uh, no, I did not. That was not my plan. That was not what I was trying to do in any way. And, um, but I will say that once we did start filming, I had the ultimate confidence as far as the show's success, because I knew that everybody's so interesting and our dynamics are so unique and so crazy and, and unusual that I had a feeling in my gut that this would be you know, a, a popular show. Of course, I could have never imagined we would be Emmy nominated or, you know, be as popular as we are or go to season five or have a reunion or any of those things. But, um, but I did feel that it would be successful. You did like, as you were filming yeah. that, cause I mean, really to me, I loved it right from the beginning, but like, you know, it kind of found itself in season two, I think as far as like exploding to yeah. the world, but yeah. you kind of felt it right from the beginning, like we're onto yeah, something here. Just, yeah. Just cause I knew some of the people in there and I know how extravagant everything is to in LA and at the brokerage and all this thing, all those special elements combined um, with all the beautiful ladies and everyone being so special and, 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 you know, it's a really unique environment. So I knew that I said, this, this is going to stand out. This is definitely going to stand out. I didn't know how or where or what, but somehow I knew. <laughs> did you watch reality TV before like Adam DeVello, The Hills? Like, did you know? I, you know, I actually was familiar with The Hills because a, a guy I had gone on a few dates with was a Adriana's date. So I was like, oh, this is the guy. And so I had watched a few seasons or, or like uh, episodes, but I didn't know every detail or his style or, and, and, you know, much about it really. Who did you go on a few dates with that date dated Adriana? <laughs> Danny Smith. This is uh, some blonde Abercrombie model. <laughs> this is like years and years ago. <laughs> I mean, you say dated Audrina, like I have, I have a whole list here of people. I no, I think in. he, I think he, um, no, this is such a long time ago that it's yeah. like 
honestly vaguely remember but but it was funny because at the time I you know I obviously I don't know exactly when I went on date with him but um he was on the show and I don't know if they dated for long or short or what but it was just entertaining to watch did you have any reservations in like joining the show you know like I could see like certain clients like not wanting to be on tv or you know were you just like no this is going to be great for business I mean, I didn't know what to expect, right? And I wasn't an actress. I was, I was a model, which is very different. And I took some hosting classes, which is your own personality. But I never did any acting. I wasn't interested in acting. This isn't acting. This is reality, right? But I really didn't know what to expect or how it worked or anything. So it was very green to that world. And I was, I felt a little bit like after season one that, you know, I was kind of pushed into the pool, deep end of a pool and like, go swim, you know? So it felt a little bit like free fall because none of us understood what we were doing. And I felt like Christina and Chriselle did have a little bit of an upside just having acting experience, which is perfectly fine. But it was very clear that we didn't have any awareness of tone or um, anything, you know? So I felt like um, it was a learning curve, but I think we've all improved. <laughs> How has this been for business? I imagine it can't hurt your business. Yeah, you know, it. Jason and I actually called some of the MDL casts and asked them about their experience so we could get a little bit of a gauge of what we might be able to potentially expect. And they said it takes a few seasons to get going and for people to take you serious that you're not going to just go away and be like a one hit wonder type of show. And so we took that to heart and we said, okay, this is a long game. You know, it's not a short game play and you just got to be in it 100% committed for the entire process and that's kind of what we've all committed to and so it it was a little slow in the beginning but now people are really excited and i think they they definitely take it serious and they want to be part of it they love the show a lot of them are fans you know adnan's a big fan and so it helps right so it helps but it takes a little while to get going who from mdl gave you the best advice i think we called josh and matt we know them both and um uh, I think we called, I think uh, Jason called Josh Flagg, but I don't think he answered, but we were together when we, cause we both were like, I don't know what to expect. What do you think? Who knows? You know? And so we just wanted to get their expertise cause they've been on much longer and they were wonderful. They're great. How was season five different for you in particular? Oh, I felt so much more um, comfortable and I felt like I definitely understood um, just how it all works. And I felt much more empowered to speak up against or for things that I knew were really my truth, not because I wasn't sure or whatever. So um, I felt really comfortable. I really had a lot of fun up until the very end when my client Amanda was so strange and so that was uh, disappointing but um and then you know obviously I had a little bit of drama there at the end but it wasn't um it wasn't difficult at all I felt like it was a lot a lot of fun for me but it was a very long time so we were on you know filming for I don't know six months or something so that was a long time but we had a great time I had fun at least well you did have a little bit of drama we have a new agent Chelsea what are what were your first impressions of Chelsea I think she's very confident and very fun loving. She seems um, uh, just excited to be part of the group. And um, I do see a warmth to her. Um, but I also, you know, I, I wonder how much she got influenced by, you know, her friend. And um, yeah, so those, those, that's what happened. <laughs> Well, her friend being Christine, let's just say it, um, unless you don't want to say her name for any particular no. reason. No, that's fine. But you know, like, right, she came in and like, she had this conversation with Chriselle, like, listen, I want to be taken at face value. So like, do you yeah. think like Chelsea had good intentions? Like, did you really want to be taken at face value or was she kind of too? I do think she had good intentions. I do think she had good intentions, but I do think that I personally felt judged um, based on what Christine has said. And I'm not taking anything away from Chelsea that it is or isn't her opinion. Certainly I respect, you know, her opinion and, and, and she claims that, you know, she's whatever she said or how she felt about me was her own personal opinion, but I had no interaction with her. I had nothing that I did to her. So I struggled to understand why she has any kind of issue with me when I did nothing to her. So I felt a little bit, um, cornered at the tea party and I don't 
it doesn't make sense to me that Chelsea would be upset with me. So I can only believe that it's from Christine and clearly it was in my opinion. And then you guys, after the tea party had another lunch and you kind of try to explain how you felt and she told you I have negative energy. I, no, I extend an olive branch and I'm trying to give her an opportunity to get to know me personally a little bit more and make up her own mind. And so she can just really see a little bit more and decide if I'm whoever Christine says or who she might, or whatever she thinks, you know. But I think um, she was more worried about being Christine's mouthpiece, which wasn't really my focus. My focus was just be open and see for yourself if you think you agree or don't agree. And um, and I think she just came with a little bit more attitude than I expected. So I was like, well, it, it doesn't seem like you're open to talking to me. So I don't know. I'm not going to communicate with someone who's, who's, you know, not willing to. So. So you laughed. Yeah, that's what I did. You saw. I'm, I'm, listen, I'm all here for a walkout. Okay. So, well, we've also seen like seasons one through four, it's kind of like a domino effect, you know, like Chriselle and then maybe Heather and like, you know, one by one, Christine has alienated certain people. You, you really kind of hung in there, you know, Amanda, but really you, you hung in there kind of to, to the end compared to some of your colleagues. Yeah. I really, uh, I really Oh, my sorry, my phone's ringing. I really do care or cared about Christine, um, but she's shown her true colors now, and there's really nothing left for me to say. And what she says doesn't define me in any way, but it says a lot more about who she is, in my opinion. And unfortunately for her, she's pretty much, um, you know, ruptured every relationship she has at this brokerage. So. I didn't do anything to her. I defended her when I, when I finally couldn't anymore, because all she did was speak negatively behind my back. So the, the most respectful thing I could think to do was not say anything. And she still kept going on and on. I mean, all she does is talk about me. I barely even mention her. So it's like, to me, I'm like, why well, are you projecting how you feel inside? Are you jealous that I'm not hated? Like, I don't know how else to take it, to be honest. I mean, to disrespect the broker's license, I it's it's like laughable she asked me about taking the test and when I explained to her that there's an application for the application you have to have so many sales and x amount of dollar amounts volume of sales she was like it sounds too difficult and so then she makes fun of me on the show I'm just like this is like ridiculous but again it says a lot more about her was this really the last straw like her saying like you know you really have this intense desire to be liked by everyone and this whole narrative I, I love that she's obsessed about that. Um, I don't really care, to be honest. So if she wants to like go off on a tangent about that, that's her choice. I don't care. So she can do whatever she wants. You know, I don't know. It's like, do you think that, you know, because then there is this narrative, like once you left the brokerage over the $75 million sale with Anon, like, you know, yeah. you know, now you're trying to get back in and like, you know, is, is that true? Like, do you see things changing with this group when you left for that moment when you came back? So what's the question? If I, if I agree with her that I'm trying to be a kiss ass, is that what you're No, no, just <laughs> okay. in that, no, 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 just in that, no, I'm, I'm really not that shady. Just, <laughs> just in that, like when you left the brokerage, like, you know, over this $75 million sale with Anand and then you left. That's not why I left. That's not why I left. I left because I had a new development opportunity. So, um, it, it didn't help that I didn't get support, but understandably so because the property was overpriced, which I explained to Adnan, I think very clearly. So, you know, everyone's so obsessed. Everyone wants to make fun of me, but everyone's obsessed about it. So it's like, then take it off the website, don't attach your name to it and don't have any events there and don't mention it, but you guys are all so interested. So, you know, look, the one was a big house in Beverly Hills. It was what listed for half a billion and it sold for 126 or something. Clearly houses of the, you know, crazy amounts of dollar amounts, they sell a big percentage discount. So that's kind of what happens in that world. And, you know, it's unfortunately it didn't work out with Adnan, but he's still my client. And I did have successful sales with him, including recently, which I don't think was shown. So um, that that's a little bit annoying because it's almost like, God forbid, you should have been a saw house, right? Like, so that's a little bit annoying, but um, that's fine. It's whatever. It's an entertaining show. And as far as um, coming back, you know, I have a great relationship with Jason. I have been in real estate for 16 years. I don't have to worry about whatever Christine thinks I'm doing. Like, I don't care what she thinks. I'm like, do whatever. She's asking me about getting her broker's license. So 
I, I don't know what her point is. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. This summer, the world must answer one question. Why has no one made a popsicle that gets you high? yet. That's right, it's summer, and it's time for you to get your hands on America's new favorite product, Danksicles. 20 milligrams of THC in two great flavors, the latest and greatest innovation from IndiCloud. Is IndiCloud the greatest company to come out of America? Maybe. But what we do know for sure is that IndiCloud is the best way to get dispensary-grade cannabis delivered directly to your door, 100% legally. Yes, they ship legally to all states. No medical card needed. Whether it's vapes as big as your head, flowers you won't find in your mom's garden, or of course, popsicles that get you high as What are you waiting for? Go to indicloud.co slash spring24 and get discreet delivery on top shelf THC products. Head over to indicloud.co slash spring24. That's co, not com, to snag 30% off your first order. Do you guys ever notice how many pairs of glasses I have? I mean, I used to spend thousands on different colors and shapes and sizes of glasses. Well, everything changed when I found Pear Eyewear. You go to their website and you pick out a base frame. I picked out the Finley because that's what looked best on me. You then choose from tons of top frames. What's a top frame? Exactly how it sounds. The top frame goes over your base pair of glasses. I picked the solid black Finley. So I now have a great solid black pair of glasses. But then the top frames, they have a whole sparkle series. I mean, literally that comes in every color. So on top of my base, I could have pink sparkle glasses, purple sparkle glasses, blue sparkle glasses. They have camo. I can get green camo. It doesn't stop there. White camo, red camo, orange camo. So literally the frames would start at $60. You buy one pair of frames and that $60 includes the prescription. And then you can get thousands of toppers. Literally you can change your glasses every single day. Get glasses as unique as you are. One pair, infinite style, starting at just $60. Go to paireyewear.com slash velvet and now you get 15% off your first purchase. That's 15% off at P-A-I-R, eyewear.com slash velvet. How does Anand like being on the show? I mean, he loves it. He loves it. He loves it. And I think he's fabulous. Um, and I'm so grateful for him. Yeah. Was the sale with him the thing we saw about the rental or it was something different? Yeah, it was actually a lease to buy and we made a deal with them and it worked out. So... That's great. And yes, yeah. the $75 million property is still on the website. So, you know. Right. But it's it's not an active listing. It was only a three-month pocket listing. So that expired years ago. So why oh, wow. is it still on the website? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's because we are obsessed with it. That is. There are two sets every story. <laughs> can you say, before we move on from Christine, can you say three nice things about Christine at this point? Um, I don't know why I would. So that's what I have for her. Just no comment. I love it. Well, this season, we also saw, you know, this relationship, which we all read about, you know, Jason and Chriselle. Were you shocked? Like, when were you as shocked as the rest of us, I should say, when Jason and Chriselle started dating? I was, I was very disappointed, I will tell you, because, you know, as you see, Maya and I were like, you know, we've known the boys for a long time, and so have all the other ladies. But we just felt like, okay, is Jason really serious? And I, th- I do think he truly tried, and he was open to it. I don't want to discount that at all. I really do think he gave it his best shot. But uh, I kind of broke my heart a little bit for both of them because I don't think he would have gone public or, or Chriselle would have gone public if they didn't think it was going to work out. But, you know, love is you can't predict what's going to happen. And unless you're willing to take a risk, a chance, then you'll never know. And so I, I respect them so much for putting it out there. I mean, it's great for the show. It's great for us. And it, it's their real life. Right. So, like, I, I very much respect that they had the courage to to go public with that and try and I'm sad it didn't work out for both of them but again like I do 
I, I of course feel sad for Chrishell because I've gone through something like that too. So I can relate to her, but also for Jason, it's tough too, because he did try. And then, it, you know, he finally arrived at the final decision that he doesn't want to have a family or a kid. So like that must be hard too. Right. And so uh, what can you say, you know, just, I'm sorry guys. And I hope that they can move on. That's, that's all. It's sad. It has to be hard, like when it is your real life, to your point, and the whole world has an opinion. Right. And and imagine like for Chrishell, she's gone through a breakup twice, you know, on the show. So it can't be easy. I mean, I, I purposely choose not to talk about my personal life on it for that exact reason, because I just it's too emotional for me. So I, I really, truly respect that, that they're willing to put it out there. Anyone is. Yeah, totally. Were you, I mean, do you think it's over that, that scene where like Amanda is crying at the end, you're so like, oh, you guys are just make it work. Like, I, I don't know, because Jason is very, very honest. Both Jason and Brother are truly very honest. And even in difficult um, moments, they're extremely honest, which I, uh, I really respect about them. And so even, and they're good communicators. So I think unless he truly had changed his mind or something, some event occurred for him to really change his mind, I don't think he would... Um, you know, try again, but, and I also don't know if she would, right, so, but hey, crazier things have happened, you know, people get divorced, they get married again, like, I don't know, anything could happen, so I just want them both to be happy, (laughs) so I don't know. Well, that's what it is, you're like, (laughs) sometimes crazier things have happened, you're like, sometimes you have to lose someone, and even though you don't want a family, sometimes I just think, like, you want someone so bad that you just, decide like I'm gonna have a family next I'm in love with it could but then who's to say that Priscilla wouldn't have met someone else right so I really don't know how it's gonna go none of us know and that's kind of the fun mystery of life but um I I hope that they both find happiness and I hope we all do but maybe it will be in in the end you never know the show seems to bring out the most interesting scenarios so it could be season six um <laughs> do you get involved in like I know you know you said like you keep your relationships and personal life off the show do you get involved in like hey now Chriselle is single like do you get involved in helping fix her up no I think uh we socialize and um you know it, I don't know if someone were to you know be the at a at a specific place like spontaneously we'd be like oh this guy's cute or something but I wouldn't fix her up no and um, unless she asked me to or something and I happen to know somebody or something, but I'm always happy to help. And I think all the girls would be, but, um, Heather was also like, you know, what happened on the boat. So she was a little bit like, okay, well, I mean, you just never know how someone's chemistry is going to be or whatever. Right. So that's true. Do you ever tire of real estate? I mean, we watch this show, like, I mean, listen, it, let's, let's, let's forget about the drama. I mean, the real estate porn on this show is just. I would love that more than anything. And that's why I was a little bit disappointed that my lease to buy option didn't make it for Adnan, especially because he was so pleased that it worked out. And um, it's disappointing, but uh there's only so many minutes in every episode and they have to edit everything together. And, you know, they, they do add updates as they happen. So there was an update with the relationship with Chrishell and Jason. So they had to make a little room and maybe that's why some real estate may not have made it. I don't know, but um, you know, we don't have control over that. So. Do you ever tire of looking at these properties? You know, like you've been, like you say, 16 years. I mean, as a viewer, I don't think we do. I mean, I live in New York. I've seen gorgeous properties in New York. I'm in LA all the time, but this show just shows the best properties. And I understand like your business is not all of these trophy properties that we get to see, but like, do you ever tire yeah. of looking at all this? Um, I don't get tired, but I do like, you do get kind of like almost like expect a certain level of opulence, right. Or like you see his and hers bathroom and it's like a standard. And a lot of people are confused. Like why is there 25 bathrooms and like, you know, eight bedrooms. And it's like, cause it's his and hers. Right. And then, then the guests and everything. So I think we have a certain higher standard of expectation, but we also kind of just see it for what it is, like the bones, like if it's not staged, we can see it, you know, oh, this is a great place or this one has a lot of potential. And um, it, it's just a little bit more easier for us to like see the the pros and cons a lot faster than maybe a homeowner because they really want to see it staged and they want to see, um, you know, when it's all dressed up. And for us, it's a little easier like to quickly kind of look through it. Um, yeah, I mean, and the bars are always, um, you know, 
I guess, increased. So in LA, especially there's just insane amount of property and like the best of the best. So we're always impressed by some new thing or some incredible view or like, how did they build this? Like, oh my God, you know, the bathroom is like the size of a living room. We're like, oh my God. Like, so we are impressed too and blown away by the, like, they keep, you know, uh, going above and beyond. So is there, what do you think is the biggest mistake like that, like a buyer can make? Like, is it, you know, not seeing like, okay, look, like, look at the bones. Yeah. You have to like change the paint color, but like, look at this view. Like, yeah, what do you think is the biggest mistake? It's funny. I have a client right now. She's looking for a high-end condo over 3 million and um, she only wants a remodeled one. And, and I'm like, okay, but the view and the floor plan, all this stuff is cosmetic. You know what I mean? Like you could easily put a different yeah, countertop or paint or floor that's all easy and to me I don't even doesn't phase me at all but she's like oh I don't like this and I'm like but look at the view and you know you can dress this up so I notice it's so clear to me but the buyers are really really impressed by the staging and the just the finishes and so um, that's something we try to kind of like bring them closer to what we're seeing the potential of so and what is the market? I mean, like, I know we saw on the show, like, you know, things were it's going forever. It's still hot. It's so hot. I mean, again, this client with this condo, she, uh, we were in backup and then uh, we were multiples on other offers and she's all cash, right? So now she only wants one particular building. So I wrote letters to every homeowner in the building and was like, please sell me your condo. My client's all cash. She's ready to go. I mean, we're like, that's the kind of level of, of like, there's nothing available. You know, the inventory is just so low. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's good, right? It's good, but then you sometimes don't have a deal because she, in the, in the beginning, she didn't believe me and she thought I was kind of trying to, you know, sell her. And then she realized when we were in multiples and lost out and then back up and lost out. And she was like, wow, okay, I understand now what you're saying. I'm like, yeah, you kind of got experience it to trust it, right? So now she's ready to go. So you got to move fast. Right. We also saw this season, Mary took over as everyone's boss yeah how has that adjustment been for you fine it's not a problem at all I mean everyone's kind of you know we're um self-employed right so we're you know I have no problem with Mary we get along great um we have different experience so um it's it's been great for me it's a non-issue at all I mean my one thing that I was a little surprised about is Amanda was was very tricky and and then Mary said oh it takes a special kind of agent and I was like well why didn't you save the deal then you know what I mean like if if it's such a so um I don't think she meant it particularly you know bad but I just was like well you were there you could have saved it you know so what about this scene we saw when like Mary goes around and you know she asks you you know and you say like oh I haven't made a sale like I understand editing and all this and then you know we yeah I mean I don't really take that too seriously I was like okay the the, the reality is I did um, put Adnan's place and uh, lease an option to buy and it wasn't shown so that's why I can't get you know to uh, take that too personal so what about, you know, this whole, I mean, listen, Christine and Chriselle, they're probably never going to see eye to eye, but this whole thing with Christine and there she's saying like, she's getting special treatment. She's fucking the boss, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, that's pretty out there. Very disrespectful, but I mean, that's pretty much how Christine's been throughout the entire season. In my opinion, she was extremely disrespectful towards me and I was really the only person that still had her back and she didn't tell the truth about some things. And um, it's just unfortunate that she would, act that way so what didn't she tell the truth about well she told told Chelsea that no one called her after the broker opened for instance and the reason I didn't defend her is because she was talking shit about me to Amanda and I confronted her about it right so I was taking it all in and was like yeah she probably did talk shit about me so now I'm not going to hurt Christine because I care about her but I can't defend her anymore when she does things to people I care about, you know, and puts me in very difficult positions and disrespects me directly. So that's why I didn't defend her. And she knows that. But then she told Chelsea, no one cares. She's crying. She said, no one called me when Maya and I called her three times the next day. And we were actually really offended that she didn't say that. So, um, and that's of course then that affects how Chelsea feels. Right. So that's what's, so really Christine is the root of the problem so 
What about this? You know, we see this towards the end, this shocking, you know, interaction where Emma comes forward and, you know, says like one of my clients came to me and Christine offered like me, my client $5,000. I mean, that's pretty serious. It's like, it's the lowest of the low. I mean, I don't know. I, I wasn't there. I don't know exact details, but it doesn't sound good at all. So I don't know what the story is there. I don't even want to know, to be honest. And I'm, I'm just very dis- disheartened and disappointed that that, and that even came up. How did that even, how's that even an option? So um, I don't know what to say because I, I wasn't involved, but it doesn't sound good. So like Brett is the boss. I mean, now you have this. Jason, you mean? Yes, Jason, sorry. Yeah. Well, I mean, Jason and Brett, but Jason, yes, yeah, yeah. is what I mean. But, you know, you hear this thing like, you know, that I don't think Jason was too thrilled about that at all. You saw him on there. I mean, how can you expect Jason to defend you? You put him in a difficult position, just like she puts me in a difficult position. I said to her at the bakery, I said, you, it's difficult being your friend. You know what I mean? I want to help you and I've tried to help you, but you literally shoot yourself in the foot. So there's, I can't take the bullet for you. I'm not going to, because you certainly wouldn't take it for me. So and what about when she sits there and, you know, she says to Emma before this, I mean, this is before this happened, you know, like I want a friendship. And she says to everyone, you know, listen, guys, I've changed. I've changed. Have you seen the change? I mean, yeah, you've gotten worse. I feel like you've, you've gotten more disrespectful. And Mary called her out too and said, you need to stop being disrespectful. And no one wants to hurt Christine. You know, we all love the funny uh sweet and uh, out there funny Christine but I feel like that person's almost gone and she's just so hurtful to everybody that uh what choice do I have you know I mean I I'm just not going to be disrespected anymore and I've done everything I possibly can for you and it's not appreciated and so good luck I don't know Hey ladies, look, I know you guys work so hard trying to keep that career together, but hopefully you are taking some time to yourselves. If you haven't already done so, you need to discover Dame. Dame is the only one-stop shop you need to discover all your pleasure with their thoughtfully engineered toys. They also, shh, have discreet shipping, hassle-free returns, and the toys are a whole lot of fun. For example, you guys are going to love the Eva. It's a hands-free couples vibrator. It's designed to enhance partner play without getting in the way. Now I got to tell you about the palm for when you're alone. Listen, exploring your pleasure on your own helps you get in touch with, you know, yourself, learn more about what you like. And guess what? That leads to better sex with your partner. And like I said, Dame offers hassle-free returns within 60 days. So your satisfaction is literally guaranteed. Power up your pleasure with Palm or any of the other toys from Dame Products. Go to dameproducts.com and enter code VELVETROPE for 15% off your order. That's right, dameproducts.com. Enter code VELVETROPE and you get 15% off. And oh, hey ladies, don't forget to have fun. And at the end of the day, like you say, like you're all, you know, independent contractors and work for yourself, but like it's work, like you got to get work done and it's all about the business. If all she wants to do is talk about how awful I am. I mean, honest to God, I feel like she's projecting how she feels inside onto me because she's mad. I'm not hated. I, I don't know what else to say. Like I'm not bending over backwards to be friends with people. I'm just being real. I truly believe that. I know that in my heart. So I'm not worried about what she's saying. I'm like, you're nuts like I don't know so I mean and that's a thing so with Jason you know like we see where it's ending we're not sure what's going to happen but like what is it going to take like you're this there's comment about your ex-girlfriend and now this happens like what does it take Jason to say listen you have to leave well I think Jason is again just like all of us have been especially me have been in a difficult position with Christine and you know we want to give her chances and we care about her, but she makes it increasingly difficult. So at some point, I mean, when that story came up between Emma and Christine, what is, what is Jason supposed to do? He's got no choice really. So I don't know how, how things are going to play out here, but um, I, I just don't know how he could so, I mean, unless there's a truly a, an explanation that makes sense to Jason, because it's actually his 
not only reputation, but his liability on the line. So like as a broker myself, like I, I wouldn't want to take that risk. I understand how he feels. It's difficult. So he's putting the rock in a hard place. He's like, I don't know which way to go. So um, I really don't know how that's going to go, but um, I, I hope there's an explanation that makes sense to somebody. But as far as I know, there isn't. It's kind of cut and dry. What about like, I mean, right before we went on air, we were joking. You said like, oh, well, I'm the villain. You know, there is this narrative out there. Like, you know, to be well, the villain. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, how, do, yeah, a little bit, you know, I mean, yeah. how do you feel about that? I mean, it's laughable to me because I think I'm just very honest. And I think I was, um, you didn't also didn't see a lot of my character. Um, so it's hard to relate to someone that you see only just moments of that are, of course, edited to fit into this, you know, episode. And, um, and there just wasn't much to relate to, right. And, um, and I think, if there's no, you don't see the full context, it's hard to understand. But I think now at season five, you see much more about who I am and you see I'm not this angry person and I'm not deliberately trying to hurt anybody. And I think um, I have, you know, I know that I have real friendships with people and I think it's becoming very obvious. So I feel good about my uh, storyline on season five and I'm not really worried. To me, it was a matter of time until people would see who I am. I really was. What about this scene when you went out to lunch with Vanessa and then, you know, cause we have this narrative in the office where Mary's yeah. like, we have to cut some water. Sure. We said, you're not selling. Vanessa's not selling whatever. I know it's editing, but then there's that scene where you're like, Oh, you know, go and follow your love. And then you said, well, this could be good for me. I, I mean, maybe I'm reading too much. I was like, yeah. wait, like, are you trying to get her to leave? So you're, I yeah, mean, is, so is there I didn't this- really say it in that context, but you know, again, like that's how we have a fun show. So, um, Vanessa and I are great friends. We talk a lot. We just talked last night. Um, she knows I wasn't trying to push her to leave. Um, and I very much support her and, um, I, you know, what can I say? It's a show. Well, here we are in season five. Like, why do you think, like we said, like it's such a big hit, like Netflix renewed it for seasons to come. Like, what do you, why do you think this show is so just resonates with viewers so much? My gosh, I don't know why, but I think because I, you know, all everyone is beautiful in their own way and everyone brings some kind of glam and fashion and special angle and there are so many different various personalities that make it really fun and dynamic and maybe I would hope that viewers can see themselves a little bit in everyone in a moment you know people even were like wow I'm agreeing with Davina I never thought I would and so they can see moments where they can connect with somebody and they can understand wow this is a tricky situation and what would I do and um and it's fun and inspirational we try our best all of us to to bring you fun fashion and just make it really beautiful to watch and our crew works incredibly hard to make it beautiful and and I think people like it for that because it's kind of an escape and and the drama is so insane right and then the houses are are stunning and and inspiring right so we hope that people are inspired um, and that they can relate to some of our interpersonal dynamics whether they're good or bad you know someone's gone through a divorce so when they see Chriselle in season three they can relate to her and and so on everyone has a little bit of something that people can connect to I hope well the fashion is off the hook now obviously (laughs) other than yourself who do you think has the best fashion if you had to pick someone that's a good question um hard uh, it is hard if I yeah I had to pick hmm um there are it's tough because I actually really like Heather's outfits really like Heather's outfits um, everybody stepped it up and everyone looked gorgeous. Okay. But, um, I think that like, if I had to pick one person overall, I would go Heather, but I love everyone there. Sometimes Amanda has an incredible outfit. You know, sometimes Chriselle is so perfectly put together and whoever it is, you know, even Christina, whoever, like Christina's on my style at all. That's what's like, you know, not, not something I can, I would want to wear, but I love it for her because she's a big character on the show. And I, I totally support that you know so what about you know if you had to like sell or buy a house and you know you can't use yourself and you know we can leave Jason and Brett out of this who who would you hire to sell 100 Maya 100 Maya why she's Maya? she's a, a good good friend of mine very close friend of mine we talk every day and 
she's very serious about real estate and she's been doing it for a long time. Not that the others aren't or that they're not good. I don't say that, but I just feel really close to her because we talk so much and I would, I would trust her, you know, with anything. So I would certainly trust her with a real estate transaction. Were you sad to see her leave and spend more time in Miami? Very much so. Very much so. Yeah. I hope that she can still somehow participate. Um, trying to convince her to come, but it is a, you know, it is a big trip and she has two children and she's married. So it's tough, but uh, she, she is a warrior. She is a warrior. So I have hope that she will try to join a little bit. Well, look, I mean, you know, we have selling Tampa. We already have Maya in Miami. I mean, let's just have a, I mean, come on people. Yeah. What do you have a favorite part of LA? Like what's hot right now? I mean, we always hear about like the bird streets on MDL and like all this other stuff, like, you know, the high rises. The bird streets are amazing. Uh, they're, it's quite tight up there though. So like the lots are smaller and it's more like up and narrow, but, um, the views are incredible. It just depends what your flares, but I really like Venice too. And the beach Malibu. I know I went to Pepperdine. So I lived in Malibu for a long time. So I, you know, coming from Germany, I did love seeing the ocean and that was just the quintessential California experience to me. And if you move from somewhere, which most people here have moved from somewhere, they appreciate that too. So now what about, listen, you guys are getting your first reunion ever this year, season five. Do you watch Real Housewives? Are you familiar with what a reunion is? I don't watch, I don't watch Housewives. I don't watch reality TV. Um, I, I have seen 90 Day Fiance and like an odd Kardashian random episode. And I have so much respect for them because love them or hate them, but they've, they've been through the ringer, you know, with the press and with the show and all of their personal experiences. So I do have a tremendous amount of respect for them because um, it's not easy. So, um, and I think people don't, realize how difficult it is until they are actually in it like we are and so we think wow all of the things that they've gone through and they've had to endure in front of the public so uh, I think that they're extremely polished at this point in handling questions and interviews and things like that so uh, it is inspiring to watch them but I don't watch a ton and um, I don't know what to expect but I think sometimes that's fun uh, obviously I know that there's a lot of drama with Christine and a little bit with Chelsea and maybe people are gonna hold Christine accountable because she's done so many things and I don't know yeah it's sad because I hope that um that she can handle that I don't know but she chose those options like she chose those decisions well that's the thing like you know she says like yeah. oh it's all because I'm damaged and I'm hurt, you know, like I'm hurt, but all of us have things, all of us have things. And so what are you doing to get better instead of pointing fingers and blaming everybody else, you know, and it would go a long way if she was genuinely um, apologizing and owning specific things, not just saying a blanket statement. I'm sorry to the whole world. Cause it's like, okay, what are you sorry for? Why do you think that was bad? And are you, what are you planning on doing about it? Because people's feelings are truly hurt, you know? So mine are definitely hurt. But at least now I know where I stand and I'm, I'm, I know what I need to do. So are you going to, you know, at the reunion, it's a time to bring things up and address things. So when this is, you know, I'm sure they'll have questions for us. Right. So I'm sure it'll kind of be interactive and then seeing how we react and maybe they'll show some clips from the show. I don't know, or ask us certain things. And she's incredibly disrespectful. So I don't know. I don't plan on attacking her. I have nothing, nothing to attack. I just, I, I'm just not, you know, I'm done. So. Are you like, this is it, like you're done. She's been so disrespectful to me and to people I care about. She's done so many things that I, I just don't see how I can be her friend anymore. So um, I wish her the best truly. And um, that's all I can say. What do you think, or do you think like, and now that we're in season five, what do you think people have? Like, do you think people have a good like perception of who you are now? Do you think people have something still wrong? You know, like they said, villain, villain. Now we're over that. Like, no, I what- don't think I'm a, I, I know I'm not a villain. I didn't do anything. So I, uh, you know, that's not, never who I was, but um, I think people will see that more. Uh, I, again, I wish that you saw a little bit more of my real estate, Um so that, um, that part I'm a little disappointed in, but it's fine. And um, I feel pretty good about it. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, we'll see how they take uh, the whole show in as a, as a whole. And um, hopefully they won't, uh, I don't know. I, I think people will see. And I think people are, are 
getting smarter as far as like seeing details and, and having much more footage of everyone on the show so they can have a bigger picture and more understanding of each person, I hope. I think so too. Like we're getting to know yeah. each of you better. And I really think this season was fit. Like it gave everyone a little yeah. something, right? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of big cast, right? So there's only so much they can show of everyone and there's huge things happening every day. So, um, and of course we have social media, which helps too, right? What do the people that work at the O group that are not on this show, like, what do they think about all of this? That's a good question. Um, Oh, it depends who you ask. I think some of them are just like, wow, you guys are so brave and others are really impressed and happy for us. And others are like, how do you do this? And um, some people are really shy and they can't imagine discussing all of this stuff on camera. Um, so I think they're, they're in general, they're just in awe and, and they think it's fun. And, um, and they're also just like blown away that it's so successful. So they're, you know, pretty much just really happy for us. Yeah. And is there then the other people that are not shy that are coming up and saying like, how do I get on the show in next season? Of course. Oh yeah, of course. There's lots of people that would love to be on the show, I'm sure. And um, it just all depends how it all, you know, how the dynamics could play in. And we don't have control over that. I mean, the producers would decide, but um, yeah. Is there something in your real estate career like that you haven't done, like a challenge, you know, that you still kind of want to tackle? I mean, it sounds like you've done a lot. A lot. Yeah. I mean, I, I would love to do a flip myself. Um, I think Mary's looking into that and Heather with Tarek as well. So that, that's something I would love to do. Cause I think, you know, all of us are at a point where we really understand it now. And um, we've had seen so many places and seen what's possible with a fixer. And then once it's upgraded and flipped and whether it's my own house or I just flip it for a sale, I think that's something I'd love to try. So. Yeah. It's shocking. Like when I think it was, I forgot who it was when they were going through that one listing and they're like, Oh, if we just put a pool here and we do this yeah. and I'm like, wow, it's really, I mean, Jason like, really has, has that vision, that developer vision. He's done that a few times. So I saw him initially get extremely stressed the first couple of times. Like he was so stressed out because the budgets kept changing and you know, it is stressful. And of course he was working too. So I saw that and I thought, Ooh, I don't know if I want to sign up for that, but he, you know, he of course went luxury the first, I don't know if I would go like 5 million or right off the bat, I would probably start lower, you know, just to understand the, how it works being in it. But I think I have a pretty good grip of like the process and I'm sure it's different when it's your own money, but I, that's something I would love to do. And, um, it would be fun. It would be, you know, profitable hopefully. And I would have, you know, the best advice. Cause I would bring everyone and say, what do you guys think? What price? And then what's the profit margin. And of course, if you go higher price, then there's a higher profit margin. So that's why Jason did that. So I understand, but it's riskier too. Right. Cause what if you don't totally. sell it, then do you have a plan B? Are you going to rent it or how are you going to break even here? So, but it's, that would be, that'd be really fun. I think. I love it. Before we wrap up, was Heather's wedding to Tarek as gorgeous and everything as we get I mean, it was a truly incredible. And I know that, you know, they're obviously so in love, but it was really extremely touching. And I was so happy for her because I knew her from before, of course. And, um, you know, she's a very, very sweet girl and so humble and she deserves the world. And he's really giving it to her. And it was just so touching to see just pure love, truly, you know, both of them and they make each other so happy. So I was with Emma the whole time we drove up together. We stayed at the hotel and we sat together. We had a great time and we're just so happy for them so it was gorgeous and um the food was amazing literally everything the music I mean we loved it we had a, a really good time it looked amazing yeah. is there anything else you want to cover you know that I didn't bring up I like to give people a chance to bring up anything else they would like to discuss um, thank you for that no what, what was your favorite scene or I don't know a memorable outfit from somebody or I don't know I'm just curious like what stands out to you I mean like I have to say that it's not really maybe my style either but I do love the over-the-top Christine yeah. and Chelsea outfits like I think I'm sure. I'm here for Chelsea sure. love all the like Louis that Christine throws out there the Beaumont so listen we the show is great because of the real estate, but also like the fashions, like you said, like I love seeing what people wear. I mean, I did like seeing Anand back. I mean, this 75 million, this has become a thing in the 
franchise and you just want to know what happened to this house and what happened to him. So I like that. Yeah. I mean, I have to say, I, I guess I liked a lot of things. I liked Emma, this new relationship. I don't know where it is today, but this new Micah, this hot Micah with Emma, like that's, I'm here for that. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I think, you know, like I like change. And so like, I think this season yeah. ended like you really, yeah. Like I think the fact that Chriselle is saying, like, you know, should I leave? Because look, that's that's a, that's a real question. Like you don't really want to work with the person you just broke up with. So that's a mystery. Is Vanessa going to leave? That's a mystery. And I don't know what you have to do other than offer someone five thousand dollars. Like that's to me is so just like if you don't get fired for that. Now this is you know selling sunset I don't think that Christine is going to be off the show but you right. cannot work at the O group and still have so I just think like in the real world why are you still like this is like that's it like I don't know why you're even not you and me both that. yeah and that's the thing you know so because yeah we have a show of course you know and look I I really do send her my you know utmost care and I, I did everything I possibly could for Christine and she's just on a different path so um sorry hang on one second it's Maya calling um so so yeah so um but I agree with you like what is it gonna take and you've hurt so many people I mean I don't know where do we go from here <laughs> And I also think like when you asked like what stood out to me, like I guess I was shocked because like we kind of saw this Christine last season and we saw her on the outs and really like upset. So I truly thought this season we would see Christine really try, like really, truly get back in with everyone. You would think, yeah. Well, the thing too is, you know, she kind of positioned herself as a victim in season four and that everybody else is mean to her. And... I mean, as you can see, when you're the aggressor behind the scenes and you're saying all these things about people and then you're making everyone else the bad guy, well, I didn't do anything to you. I literally was defending you until I finally couldn't anymore. And then that was the nicest thing I could do, but at least I didn't hurt you. And so it's like, how are you the victim? You know, and, then, and that's kind of like what everyone else's point is. They're like, well, we didn't do anything to her, you know? So it's a little twisted. What about the claim when like Chelsea comes in and says like, I'm new and I'm just telling you what I'm observing and starts using the word bullying? Well, I felt bullied at the, at the, at the tea party because I felt that it was like orchestrated by Christine to, to bring up what a bad friend I've been to her or whatnot, you know what I mean? And then she had convinced, it sounds like Chelsea to believe that. And I don't blame Chelsea. Like, I understand if you're only spending time with Christine, I was close to her too. I understand. Like then you're obviously going to take what she's saying as truth and as, as fact. So you were taking her side, which is sweet. I get it. But you're also kind of, you know, cornering me when I don't, I didn't do anything to you. So I don't think she thought about the fact of the fact, like between her and I, what was that dynamic? Does that even make sense? And, and so she's saying I'm shady. And I was like, cause I can feel that you're coming for me and I'm not real happy about it. Cause I did nothing to you. So, and I think Heather saw through that because she said, look, you know, Chelsea's new and she's trying to, you know, get it fit in and get to know everyone, which is fine. Um, but she's being a little careful because she can, she knows if she's friends with Christine, Christine's going to badmouth the whole office. So, and, and she was right. So um, I think Chelsea's going to figure it out. She's going to be fine, I think. But uh, it was it was a tricky entry there. Yeah, because of who she came in with, right? What about, you just made me think of another question, because you know, like that saying, you know, like, look, if you have a problem with everyone, then it's you. So we see that with Christine. But what about, do you think, because like her and Chelsea do seem like still great now, do you think sure. Chelsea is going to maybe eventually see the Christine that all the rest of you see? and something's going to happen. Look, Christine is going to keep being who she is and eventually it'll affect Chelsea directly. Uh, I don't know how, when or where, but it happened to me too, right? And everybody told me, be careful, be careful. And I said, I had her back. She was my friend. And now look at what she did. I did nothing to her. And all she did was speak about me and throw me under the bus nonstop. So do I think it's a matter of time until she does something to Chelsea and then she will finally she'll understand and she can relate because right now her position is like well she didn't do anything to me fair enough I get that I'm not mad at that 
I get it, but I didn't do anything to you. And so let's just get that clear. And I'm not going to be disrespected and be told, you know, you're putting me on notice. You don't even know me. So that you need to put away, but if you want to be neutral and start off and see how things go. That's totally fine. I have no problem with Chelsea at all. I just, uh, it's a matter of time until Christine, it's really, everyone knows it until she's going to do something. And, um, I don't know, maybe, maybe she won't because Chelsea's her only friend. I don't know, but I, I'm curious how Vanessa feels too. You know, imagine how Maya felt and Vanessa and I, when we saw Mary, when we saw, um, Christine tell Heather that she's the only one she cares about. I'm a kiss ass. I'm not the one sending $5,000 worth of flowers to some, someone's bridal shower that I wasn't invited to. So that like, it's like very hypocritical, right? That was an interesting moment. Right. So, I mean, do I really need to say anything? I mean, I feel like the actions speak for themselves. Well, I can tell you that next season, we're all going to love to watch and see what happens. You yeah, know, I mean, I, I, God bless her. You know, I, I wish her the best. I think um, she has, she's very smart and she's very funny and she's got a lot of talents, Christine. And I truly wish her the best, but I'm very disappointed of how she talks about me and treats other people. She well, really Heather too, you know, you saw that Heather was uh, struggling with that. And she finally put her foot down because she's like, you are just, hurting me and disrespectful and I'm not going to accept it anymore. She was 45 minutes late to the meeting. I mean. And like to not show up with Mary and Jason when I, I understand it's not good news, but I mean, you still show like up all right? the time. So why, like, why would you, you know, you want to, you want to support her, but she's making it difficult. So that's why I said to her, it's so difficult to be your friend, but I don't think she even registered. She doesn't care. So then why should I care? Do you think Christine is a narcissist? I mean, I'm not a psychologist, so I don't want to diagnose anybody. Um, I am very empathetic to people's traumas and I, I want to support, but you are not taking the help that people are trying to offer you. Like, it's not just me, other people as well. So whatever is going on there, I don't know. And I'm, I'm totally understanding if someone is going through something but I don't know why you need to totally disrespect and talk shit about me. I don't know what I did to you. I did nothing to you. So it just makes no sense to me. And um, it seems like it was intentional. So if you can, you know, sincerely apologize and give me a reason that you were going through something, I don't know, over time and, and improved actions, people are willing to give second chances, just like they gave me second chance when I had left. So it's like, just be real that's all. Don't be fake. That's really what everyone's asking for. So. Right. Like just break through and tell us. Yeah. You don't need to tell us every detail about whatever is going on in your life, but just say, look, X, Y, Z happened. I'm sorry. I was so mean to you and I'm going to do better and show you better, but she gets worse. So it's like, okay, then I don't know what to say. Like, what do you want from me? You know? Do you ever run into her like, okay, like you have a, you have a seller, you have a buyer, like, I mean, other than in the office and all of that, like just out in the field. So that's at least good. No, I look, I don't, I don't hate her or anyone. I just want to steer clear. Like, and I'm, I can't defend her anymore. It's like watching people crying, you know, like Heather and Chriselle and other people. And those are just facts, whether you are the friends of them or not, like, that's just, I stand for the truth and what's right. And I can't support something that's wrong. So if you're doing something terrible, I can't support that. And I actually do care about these people on top of that. So when that's happening, how can you support that? How? It's wrong. You know, you can't, well, listen, hopefully you'll be so busy selling real estate that you won't need to worry about it. Well, listen, it was a great season. You'll have to come back next season. I cannot wait for the reunion. I'm sending you good thoughts for the reunion, for your first reunion. I can't wait to talk to you after you go through your first reunion and hear what you think about a reunion. So, but, you know, I've wanted to talk to you for a while. And so, like, I really appreciate you taking your time. I know it's all about business. So, like, you know, in hours. Oh, that's okay. Thank you for doing We We signed up for Selling Sunset. We know what it is. You know, I'm grateful to be here. Where can everyone find you online that might want to buy a house, sell a house, follow you? 
Davina Potrath, Davina Potrath's on Instagram, certainly DM or email. My email is on there. Um, you can go to Davina at ogroup.com, um, email me there or our website, of course, and um, be more than happy. I love it. And when you return Maya's call after this, tell her we said hello. We've had her on this podcast. I will. Too, so. I will. Yeah. Thank you again so much and congrats on a great fifth Thank season. You so much. Thank you so much for watching. I appreciate it. Thanks for anytime. Thank you. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.